Thank you for tuning in to today's TLDR episode of the Breaking Changes podcast. I'm your host and chief evangelist for Postman, Ken Lane. With Breaking Changes, we explore specific topics from the world of APIs, but through the lens of business and engineering leadership. Joining me today, we have Raymond Camden, Senior Developer Evangelist for Adobe. Raymond shared with me his belief in the power of storytelling when it comes to APIs and how important it is to help our API consumers find solutions to the everyday challenges that they face. Let's start with the basics. Cool. Who are you? What do you do? Hi, I am Raymond Camden. I am a developer evangelist for Adobe on our document services team. I am a happily married father of seven, one stepchild. That's eight total. Yes, eight. Three cats, one dog, and there's a lot going like on. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I have three brothers and three sisters, so uh, I can relate from the other side. <laughs> well, welcome. Really appreciate you being with us here today. I've been a big fan of your work for going back years. I've been doing. API evangelism, which is a variation and offshoot of developer evangelism or advocacy, but I've been following your work even before I got get started. So I would say you're actually uh, somewhat of a, a, a seed of inspiration in my own work and, and what got me going. So been following your work for a while. Thank you for uh, for everything you do. You are most welcome. Um, you know, I feel like I have been struggling with every single line of code I've written since day one. And I, I, you know, I try to turn every struggle into a blog post, like 99% of the time for me so that I don't forget, although that doesn't always work. And I have searched online for something and found one of my blog posts and been like, oh crap. Yeah, I didn't have this problem before. And it's you having to answer it for yourself. That's gotta be that's got to be rewarding yeah. and frustrating, kind of all in the same motion, because there's not someone else out there providing an answer for it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's start there. Normally, I would dive into Adobe, but let's start with you. How'd you get here? Well, what brought you into the business? What what led you to, to doing this for a living? My mother is this like back in very early 80s. I was like seven, eight, nine, ten, in that range. My mother's employer gave her an Apple IIe to take home and for her to learn on. Personal PCs were really new back then. And for some reason, when they gave her that Apple, they gave her a bunch of games. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> so I, I kind of stole it. I, I took it over and just started playing games on it and stuff like that. And I forget exactly when, but at a very young age, I saw the movie Tron. And I can remember being old enough to know, okay, this is a movie. That's not like, you know, that's not really like how coding is, but I was young enough where it went all the way into my brain. Like, oh my God, I got to do that. Like, that's going to be awesome. So I started coding and like, I opened up the Apple to uh, the um, AppleSoft basic manual and tried to, to learn. And the very first program I worked, I, I, I wrote did not work. And like for hours, I looked at it. It was probably like five minutes, but you know, the duration gets longer, the, the, the older I get. And I finally figured out the bug. I finally figured out what I did wrong. And that feeling of having my code work was like, like a, like, like a drug fiend type hit. And I think I've been addicted to that ever, ever since. And so I did a lot of coding. I went into school for comp sci, I quickly found out that math is hard. Or actually, you could be good at math, and that can mean like nothing at like a certain level. 
So I switched to English and about that time the web was coming up and that's what I just glommed onto. It worked really well for me. And early on, I found that again, like I, I struggle. And when I struggle, if I take the time to just talk about where I struggled, what went wrong and share the answer, turns out other people struggle too. So that has been successful for me. I can say uh, in the last like three or four months, I found a PDF copy of the AppleSoft manual. And the issue that I had, it was like a two line program, like 10 print hello, 20 print world, doesn't get easier than that. And it didn't work for me. Uh, the reason is that I was typing exactly what I saw in the book, right? You type what you see. So I would type 10 print hello, spacebar, until the cursor wrapped around, 20 print world, hit enter. I wasn't hitting enter. Looking at the PDF, um, they have in text like, hey, here's your first program, blah, 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 source code. And then after the source code was, okay, make sure you hit enter after everything. And now, you know, years and years of experience, I'm like, no, no, people are going to run it immediately. They're going to run it, see it, and then, can, you know, keep reading. So that was like a very good, uh, like, yes, I know what I'm doing well, there's <laughs> at this moment. There's quite a few really interesting things in what what you just said. I would say so. So the first is sharing your struggle, but you're aren't you embarrassed of what you don't know? Aren't you worried about what you don't know that you're gonna you're gonna come off as being vulnerable or not knowledgeable in in sharing that so widely? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, so like when I look at like conferences, I look at some of the talks that that are being given like how to build HAL and JavaScript. And I realized I am never going to be at that level. And at that time, it, it you know, it feels intimidating. Like even though I've been doing this for 20 plus years, like I, I feel like there's a level I can't hit. And there's, you know, there's a certain company that builds a search engine out in California. And uh, I applied there for a DevRel position because I love to help people, right? And so I had this interview and I talked about how I love to help people, you know, my way of sharing knowledge and all that. And that went great. It was going awesome. And then it came to the, we need you to build a Sudoku solver verifier in JavaScript. I'm like, I've never done that in production. I've never done that on stage, but sure. And I failed. And then, you know, I tried a second time and I failed, you know, again, great interviews about process stupid code interview and I just failed. So yes, uh, I struggle with that all the time, but I absolutely know that, you know, as much as I feel like there's people above me, I shouldn't say above, above and below, there, there's always people who need help, period. And no matter where you are on the scale, um, whether you're a beginner, if, you're, if, if you've been coding for two days, you can help somebody who's only coded for one day. So I try to keep that in mind. That was long. No, I apologize. That's so great. I mean, you all, I'm taking notes and you touch on two or three other things. I, so same here. Um, mine's the hangman coding challenge that I failed. I've gone through three separate interviews to the point where like, I was like, look, I want to work with you guys. I know what I'm doing. I have demonstrated expertise and I can't get through the door. And I would, I would add another large company who, 
invented something called clouds and the, and the, and and they do a lot of things in the clouds they recently someone higher up reached out to me and said hey will you come run this massive important service for us and i said hey that's that's cool um but i i love my job i'm actually really enjoying my job at, at postman and but you know what i applied for that job about a year and a half ago, and nobody ever gave me a call back because um, I didn't make it through the gatekeeping. And so I think your your stories of gatekeeping in some way when A, might be keeping knowledgeable people out, but two, keeping the people who are actually going to help your communities figure all this out, make sense of this world is 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 pretty it's pretty widespread. It's a problem. I think leadership listening to this show should should consider that and, and, and how they're going to they're going to address that. I'm extremely privileged right now, and I, I want to acknowledge that because uh, I'm very lucky in that regards. But the last time that particular surgery company came to me, um, I said, sure, I, I'd be happy to talk to you and do interviews and give you a presentation. I am not mm -hmm. doing a coding test, period. Like, I'll show you a lot of, I'll show you, you know, 6,000 blog posts of, of various code. I will show you a whole library of my, of, of the way I code. And it was some HR person. They're like, oh, I'll get back to you. And like a day later, they called back like, sorry, you got to do it. When can we schedule? And again, you know, privilege. And I was like, yeah. no, thank you. Bye. And yeah. like they were shocked. I'm like, you, you can't tell Do us. you know who we are? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I fully support you. And I, I know many, many folks like you and me that are out there that just doing what we do. And again, privilege. Um, we we're all, we're okay. We're not, we're not having trouble finding work. Um, we are working and doing some interesting things, but, uh, there's, there's places that are going to not have us working for them because of that. So, yeah, no, um, I think that's, a. I think the skill of being able to help people, um, identify problems in the, in the programming for me is just a long series of challenges and problems and friction and not knowing what the hell you're doing. And so, for you, is it that, that seed that got planted, that first one, you got it figured out. Now, every other one you see as just something that you're going to you're gonna be able to succeed at? Is it, is it the su succeeding and getting out the other end, or is it the journey that, that really keeps you doing it after 20 years? I, I like to see my computer do stuff, and that's expressed in multiple different ways. Um, I I never let practicality stop me. Um, I have built a lot of really stupid and practical things, but I feel like every time I do that, I pick up something or I get exercise or, you know, it's kind of like if you jog and like maybe in your mind, you're pretending you're being chased by zombies. That's silly, but you're still doing something practical. You're still exercising. Uh, so I, I just I enjoy building stuff. It's my way of being create uh, of uh, being creative, and I've had success in the past in different endeavors of building something very creative, where it got like no attention at all, like no <laughs> no blog views, no no comments, but it a hundred percent scratches that itch and just brings some joy into my life. Great. Another thing I noticed with you when as soon as we 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 do a brainstorming session before this podcast and and. I would say I would say about half the folks I need to kind of pull out what are we going to talk about what's interesting what's top of mind what are you comfortable with and, and kind of set up and structure I immediately noticed I wasn't going to need to do that with you 
And basically, I was going to able to just throw out a word, throw out a phrase, throw out a topic, ask you what's top of mind. You had no problem sharing what's top of mind um, and multiple things top of mind, not just one multi-threaded top of mind. And so I noticed this because this is one of the things I've emulated from from your work is is you're very prolific writer. And I'm assuming similar to the 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 thinking about zombies when you're running that there's other benefits to writing than just page views and someone reading it, right? That you, this has contributed to your success in other ways. Is this true? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was doing unofficial evangelism before it was really going. I mean, it's been around for a while with, uh, yeah. Guy Kawasaki, yep. I think Apple, but like, like I considered it maybe only the last 10 years or so. I've been blogging since 2003 presenting, a bit before that, uh, but like kind of unofficially doing this type of thing because, you know, partially because I know I'll never be the, the God level programmer, uh, but I can communicate, I can share ideas, I can write, um, I can write code in a way that, 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 that people can look at. So unofficially I was doing it for a long time. And again, very privileged where, employers saw my blogs, they saw my presentations, and that helped me get more jobs. And pretty much everyone who hired me kind of knew, like, okay, you know, Ray's going to work. He's also going to be doing, you know, four or five blog posts a week or something and uh, potentially presenting as well. That that gave me the ability to kind of practice at DevRel for quite some time. I didn't actually get a job in it until Adobe, uh, first time around, my second time um, at Adobe. 2013 or so. Uh, so I've only been, I say only, only been officially in this field. It is 2022. So. Last check. All right. <laughs> Coming up about 10 years. Uh, I still feel like I have a lot to learn myself. Bringing this back towards Adobe, is your is your primary role at Adobe to focus on Adobe APIs and features and capabilities, SDKs, or is it broader than that? Do you focus on on a variety of topics and, and technologies? So the team I'm on, and, and in here I'm going to earn my paycheck for, for a few seconds. Uh, so we have APIs related to working with PDFs. So kind of the more Swiss Army knife stuff of like merging PDFs, uh, splitting PDFs, OCR, stuff like that to more fancy things like uh, powerful extraction, you know, getting all the text and the styling and the tables and images out of PDFs. We also have a document merge PDF where you can use a Word document as a template, and then you take your data and you call our API and we spit out a dynamic PDF. I want to come back to that later because there's some really good DevRel things in that that I like. That is like what my team covers in terms of like what I feel my responsibilities are. Uh, it's, I guess, pretty fairly common DevRel type stuff. So I externally, I try to talk to people about what we do. I blog about what we do. I make demo applications of what we do when I give presentations. So I have that aspect of just word of mouth. When I joined the team, I never heard of any of it. So, you know, I, I looked at it, I thought it was cool. And like in my interview, I said, you know, y'all have cool crap that no one knows about. So I'm, I'm looking forward to joining and, and trying to help with that. There's also a very strong internal aspect as well. So again, like using my knowledge of what people are, are going to screw up and like how I think things should work. 
I try to work with engineering to, to give guidance, you know, uh, like, hey, you have this feature. Yes, it works, but it's obtuse and takes too, too many lines of code. Just make it simpler. Do this instead. I try to give that internal feedback as well uh, to our docs, to our code. So what else do you do to keep filling up that wellspring of creativity? Do you do you read? Do you uh, outdoors? Do you get off offline? Do you is it purely programming? What do you use to 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 refuel? So there's a couple of things. So not in terms of like the refill part, but just like um, the creative aspect. I use Microsoft to do um, as a way to write stuff down because my memory is pretty bad. And so I have a to do list of just blog ideas and I try to write down as soon as possible because I can forget in like two minutes. And when I do feel uncreative, I can go back to that list and use it for inspiration. Like, oh yeah, now I have time for, for that particular idea. So I, I recommend using any of the 10,000 note-taking slash tasks slash things as a way to organize what you do. In terms of what I do outside of uh, being in front of a computer, uh, I can also be in front of a game console. Uh, <laughs> so I will video game quite a bit. My wife is a big Warcraft player. So we have two gamers, <laughs> which, which works out great. So she'll play on her laptop, I'll play on the TV. I used to read a heck of a lot. Uh, last couple of years, it has slowed down. Uh, I love, absolutely love, love to read, but I am probably at like a book a month now, whereas 10 years ago, it was probably a book a week or so. I, I like outdoors. Uh, it's just kind of hard with a large family now. It's, you know, I would love to go hiking at one point, but that's probably later in my life which I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Like, if I die tomorrow, like, I won't feel like, oh, crap, I wish I could hike. Like, there's a couple things where I put on my to-do list once my youngest kid is, is a bit older, like learning drums. Like, I, I want to do that. But again, I'm fine waiting 10 years. Uh, so basically, yeah, I play video games. I read. I get out when I can. It's Louisiana. So nine months of the year, it's oppressively hot. It's not really great for me. I don't hunt or fish or anything. So it's basically mm -hmm. walking the dog for the most part. Nice. nice. Well, I really enjoyed this today. Thank you. It went very few of the directions I have on my list, but it went all the directions that I wanted it to. So, and that, that was uh, the purpose of this. Um, I enjoyed talking with you. I think there's lessons for leadership here when it comes to how do you, how do you, you know, the importance of storytelling, it, it really is everything, how to shape your developer relations programs, how to uh, incentivize and, 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 and find people that are going to, you know, help, help get the word out about what, what's going on. So I think there's a lot of lessons for, for folks here. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. And this was a great time and uh, I really right. enjoyed well, it. Well, um, I will keep reading and I'll keep tuning in. And, and, and again, thank you for the, the inspiration you've had on my career. And, and we're going to work on some ongoing storytelling around this and some, some virtual events coming up. So mm -hmm. we're going to, we'll ask you to come back if you have interesting topics that you want to share. Feel free to uh, ping me and, uh, and we'll see how we get you back on the show. Thanks again to Raymond for stopping by. You can find more about Adobe at adobe.com, and you can find more about Raymond at raymondcamden.com. You can subscribe to the Breaking Changes podcast at postman.com slash events 
slash breaking dash changes. I'm your host, Ken Lane, and until next time, cheers. <laughs>